Welcome to our Clothe with the Sun daily podcast, our reading and meditation on the gospel of the day. I am James Thomas. Today is Wednesday, November the 1st, 2023, the Feast of All Saints and the beginning of the month of November, the month of all souls. Today's reading is from the gospel according to St. Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he had sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. So, Jesus is telling us in this gospel reading... We must be like him. We, uh, I think of the passage where he says, Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light, and you will find rest for yourselves. Jesus wants us to be sources of peace. Jesus wants us to be sources of comfort and encouragement. And therefore, we have to be humble. We can't be quick to anger and vengeance. I'm not saying anger is bad. We have it, and there's a lot of reasons to be angry. But to be sources of encouragement, to be sources of, well, just like Jesus was. Jesus came to connect us to the Father, even if it meant sacrificing himself. And we are, as Christians, we are called to be that bridge between the person in front of us and the Father. It means we need to be connected to the Father. Today we celebrate All Saints Day, and it's such an important day. Every day we celebrate a saint is important, but today it's a bigger picture kind of a celebration. We celebrate all of them. We celebrate heaven, our true home. The rest of the month is devoted to purgatory, praying for the souls the souls that still need our prayers, the souls of the departed, especially tomorrow, All Souls Day. But today on All Saints Day, we celebrate the victory. It is a high feast of the church. Just as we have high feasts of our Lord, such as Christmas, the Ascension, high feasts of Our Lady, such as the Assumption, the Immaculate Conception, we have today a high feast celebrating our home, heaven, and all the saints together, the, the army that has triumphed against the evil one, the army that has succeeded in gaining that virtue, that gentleness, that kindness. Now, everyone in heaven is a saint, but we have also canonized saints. And canonized saints are those ruled by the church, and we believe this to be infallible. The church has officially ruled that these persons first lived a life of virtue, 
So therefore, they prayed. They had a good relationship with God. They were people constantly pursuing humility, purity, patience, kindness, gentleness. They pursued all these things for themselves. Yet at the same time, they also ministered to others. They also benefited other people. And so very often as someone is canonized is because people know about them and they promote them for canonization. And then usually we seal the deal with miracles. When, when God provides miracles through the intercession of this or that saint, then that's the, the church is able to confirm, yes, this person is in fact a saint. This person has in fact made it. And what that means is that the person went straight to heaven. No time in purgatory. So we look to the saints for their intercession. And in a sense, they're like our older brothers and sisters in the Lord. So it's good to have pictures of them around. I was talking the other day about how, you know, we don't worship the pictures and we also don't worship any person other than the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. However, by putting pictures around, we uh, we create that that place of prayer, that portal between earth and heaven, so to speak. So it's good that we remember our brothers and sisters. They love us dearly. They're praying for us to get to heaven. They've met the Lord and they realize there's nothing more important than judgment day. And they're trying to remind us of that. All that matters is that we get there. No matter what happens to us here on earth, all that matters is that God calls us home because we have chosen to be saints. Notice I use the word chosen. Certainly we can't reject it, but also it's it's a choice. It's not necessarily like we have to um we have to earn it, we have to force it, we have to work very very hard. I mean, we do work hard. We work hard because we love the Lord. We work hard perhaps in the salvation of souls. But the salvation of my soul, the salvation of your soul, it comes from the hard work that Jesus has done. And we choose it. We say, Lord, yes. We say yes to his plan. That we take on his yoke, which is easy. His burden is light. Yet he still says, take up your cross and follow me. We strive to find that balance and understanding it. There are going to be crosses, but Jesus bore the cross so that you and I could bear our crosses. Jesus did it first to pave the way for you and for me. So our older brothers and sisters in the Lord, they give us example. It's great to learn their life stories. It's great to become familiar with them, especially if you have saints around you, different shrines and even just to have relics. We want to be connected with them as much as we possibly can. The Lord permits this and he permits us to, to grow in holiness. And, and, you know, we can pick different saints for different reasons. Maybe we have things in common with them. Maybe we're the opposite of them. Maybe there's a saint that was really good at a particular virtue. And, uh, we ourselves are very weak when it comes to those virtues. So we can pray to them to help us with that. I know I struggle a lot with my weight and I found out not too long ago, St. Charles Barameo, who is my patron saint, uh, St. Charles is also a the, the patron saint of weight loss. I'm not 100% sure why, maybe because he fasted so much. Uh, so I pray to St. Charles for that. And when I've really focused on that, when I've really prayed about it, I've succeeded in losing weight. Once again, we're striving to live lives of virtue that get us to heaven. So it's not necessarily about, you know, eating this carb over that fruit, over that vegetable. But 
How about, you know, self-denial and not committing the sin of gluttony, etc. things like that. So we, um, we turn to the saints, we look to their virtues, we strive to be connected to them, we strive to be like them. And um, I often like to talk about, when I talk about the saints and when I talk about receiving the fullness of the Holy Spirit through our confirmation, I like to connect these two topics because the saints are the ones most filled with the Holy Spirit. As I was saying earlier, it's a choice. It's, um, I, I just, you know, I'm trying to be balanced in the way that I say this. I'm not saying good works don't matter. Of course they matter, but it's God's grace that saves us. But we choose, we choose. There's, there's a, uh, a story. I might've mentioned this before. Uh, a priest that I know was giving a tour of his cathedral to a family and there were these beautiful stained glass windows of the lives of the saints. And so he was talking about, he started to talk about the windows and he said to the family, do you know who the saints are? And the little boy, little boy that was there raised his hand and said, yes. And just very innocently looking at the windows, he said, the saints are the ones that let the light shine through. How profound is that? So we don't revere a saint because, well, this one was stronger than everyone. This one was smarter than everyone. That's the point I'm trying to make. But rather, these are the ones that let the light shine through. These are the ones that were filled with the Spirit, and then the Spirit poured forth from them. The Spirit led them. The Spirit guided them. And this is why I like to talk about the saints in light of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Just to give you some quick examples here. I love to talk about St. Francis of Assisi and just, you know, he had this radical conversion and then became one of the greatest saints ever. So many communities are still being founded in his honor, in his, by, after his example. And I think in particular of the gift of piety, the Holy Spirit gives, like we talk about when you receive confirmation, you've already received the spirit and therefore the fullness of the spirit in your baptism But the gifts and the fruits are activated in confirmation. We receive the completion of baptism. So now we can go out into the world and we can allow the Holy Spirit to flow fully through us. Jesus needed to do this for himself as well, because as in coming as man, he emptied himself of his divinity and he lived like us in all things but sin. So therefore, even Jesus needed the Holy Spirit to work through him because he was living in fallen humanity, even though he wasn't fallen himself. Uh, so we receive the Holy Spirit and we allow the Spirit to come through us with the gifts and the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And so one of those gifts is piety. Pope John Paul in his Theology of the Body talked all about piety. Whereas reverence, aka fear of the Lord, is about worshiping God, respect for God. And of course, that's an incredibly important gift as well. Some would argue the most important. Uh, the gift of piety is similar to fear of the Lord, except Piety is more about the things of God, God's creations and holy things. So the more we grow in piety, the more we respect the world around us, the people around us, and there's no creation more important than the human person. So piety enables us to love people better. It's such an important gift. Pope John Paul talked about it all the time because piety leads to purity. Piety leads us to look at our brothers and sisters in the Lord and see them as that. This is my sister. This is my brother in the Lord. And specifically in his writings about sexuality, the temptation, how very often, is that we look at people as objects to be used. 
And so when we pray for piety, we now like, I just use an example. You know, I like to go on the beach all the time. I live in New Jersey. The beach is nearby. You're on the beach and suddenly you're surrounded with sources of temptation. Women that are half naked walking around and and they just get skimpier every year, these bathing suits. And this is one thing I've always done and I, I always strive to do. And I always tell my students to work on this. Pray for the gift of piety. Lord, help me to see this person as my brother or sister. Help me to first see that. And Pope John Paul has beautiful meditations on that. I just completely changed the topic. I was going to talk about St. Francis. But I just Pope John Paul fills my mind so much having taken all these theology, the body classes, and just how, you know, this gift of piety enables us to look at people the way we would look at them in heaven not with lust, not with selfishness, but rather with that reverence. How would you look at your daughter? How would you look at your sister? And therefore, you know, that's our starting point. The Pope gives a beautiful sermon and multiple sermons on Song of Songs and that line, my sister, my bride. Before she can be your bride, she has to be your sister. And we have to recognize her dignity that comes from the Lord, that comes to all of us from the Lord equally. And so getting back to St. Francis, you know, he had that moment of conversion. There were multiple moments of conversion, but that one where the leper approached him and his initial reaction was, ooh, how disgusting, get away from me. And at that moment, piety, the Holy Spirit flooded him with the gift of piety. He looked back at the leper and he realized just, I mean, this is a miracle. This isn't something we can, that's what I was saying earlier. We don't work at this so as so much as we pray for it, we ask the Lord to do it for us and in us. So St. Francis was given the gift of piety that then he became very famous for in that he looked at this leper and he now saw his brother that he loved and he gave him some money. And then he said, no, you know what? Take my wallet. You know what? Take my clothes, take my coat, take all my clothes. And Francis walks away half naked. And now this guy's one of the lepers, one of the best dressed guys in town And he hugs him and he kisses him. And luckily he did not catch leprosy from that. But this is what happens when we have the gift of piety. Mother Teresa is another one. She knew to better help the poor, you needed more prayer. What comes in prayer, a more indwelling, a filling up of the Holy Spirit and the gift of grace. And that enabled her and her sisters to go into the gutters to find dying people that were just covered in sores and covered in filth, and they were able to hug them and kiss them and help to nurse them. And very often these people died, but they were, they're very well, they're known for hospice care, basically, that they help them die with dignity. They help them um, experience a happy and a holy death. They pray with them for the conversion of their souls before death. So we uh, we're running out of time here. I have to move on to another appointment, but I could talk about this all day because I love talking about the saints. These are the people I strive to be like and to be with. And there's a saint for everybody. In fact, there's tons of saints for everybody. Whether you're a sister, a brother, a priest, a bishop, a lay person, a married woman or man, a single woman or man, a young person, there's a lot of young saints. Uh, So much inspiration there and inspiration for so many different walks of life. And uh, so we honor them today. We celebrate them today. And honestly, let us make it a point to celebrate our saints every single day of our lives 
because they love us just like our guardian angels. They they want to be with us. They want to pray for us. But very often we have to empower them through our prayers first. And through that intercession and that help, once again, we like them can be filled with the light. Let the light shine through. Be filled with the Holy Spirit and allow that spirit to transform the world around us. Have a great day. God bless you.